This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. When it comes to your mother, you want her sleeping in a comfortable bed. When she's with me, she won't have to worry about that because I sleep on a Novilla mattress. Let me tell you, when your mom is at my place, she is sleeping on a very comfortable mattress and she is going to get you one as well. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night, made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam that fits all bed frames and is reasonably priced. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. It comes in a box delivered right to your door, and you get 100 nights to try it out. Skip that trip to the big box mattress store and get a mattress from Novilla. Throw out that cheap Walmart mattress you got in college and get yourself a mattress made by Novilla. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novilla directly. Try out the mattress that your mom tried out last night. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. And a reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Hello and what is going on, my fellow Schwoke Lords? What is up? Welcome to yet another best episode ever of Cancel Sweezy. Uh, you know, the, the podcast with all the most uh, things that you need in your life and uh, things that you'll like. I like that. So, yeah, yeah, definitely you're here. You're checking us out. It's it's spooky. Uh, and uh, if, you're, if you're watching the show, you can just see how spooky it is behind me, how spooky it is where i am and uh, where i'll be we'll open episode 99 next week we will be into our 100th episode of cancel Sweezy, which is fucking insane i just remember having this idea it's like yeah i just want to do a show a solo show and talk about it before then i was just interviewing people and i was like doing a solo show now i think this this is the way to go with uh uh with doing podcasts and stuff like that uh i have eyeliner i have my nails painted on today uh, this is our Halloween episode, because I probably should have done it last week, uh, but I forgot, uh, or I didn't. I'm not very good with the dates. I just know Wednesdays we got to record, and they're like, oh, you know, this holiday's coming up, and then uh, that holiday comes up, and then you got to be like, okay, uh, you got to be like, okay, uh, the show must go on, uh, and so the show is going on right now, and... Uh, I hope you like it. My left ear, my monitor is acting, is like a little bit quieter than the other two. I have no clue what's going on, and it's only like a subtle annoyance, but uh, hopefully I can get through uh, like this episode well with it too. I do not know what's going on. That sounds a lot cleaner. Maybe I just have too much earwax. Actually, that sounds a lot cleaner. Uh, maybe I just need to be connected. I don't know. Anyways, though, Cancel Sweezy, the only podcast that's Spooky, and at the same time, a little goofy. But uh, also, I feel so myself with the eyeliner on. I just, it reminds me of the emo days when this was, like, cool. It's still pretty cool. It's actually, I noticed, uh, played a show on uh, Saturday. And so, like, if you look at the finger, I, like, strum the guitar on. I'm pointing it to the camera right now. Some of you can't see it. But, like, the paint is, like, almost all chipped off because that's my strumming finger. Uh, and so, like, you know, 
around people you don't who don't know me, it's like that guy's that guy's looking pretty cool. Uh, and then like people who do know me, they just think it's goofy because I look like fucking the nightman cometh day man. Whoa, fighter of the night man. Whoa, champion of the sun. What? Uh, if you don't watch Always Sunny, then uh, you are probably actually I don't even know what kind of what age this is appropriate for, but you know. It's definitely, we're definitely glad you're here because... This is the type of guy you get. Uh, you know, just putting on eyeliner, painting my nails. I think the nails may become a normal thing. Maybe, I may start just painting my nails for fun. I know some other guys were doing it, and, uh, I think, uh, my mom thinks, like, I, I just think it's really girly. I'm like, okay, well, uh, you, you just, uh, be a little homophobic. She, she probably thinks I want to be a woman. I want to grow my hair out. Do you want to grow your hair out because you want to be a woman? I'm like, no, because I think it looks cool. That's why I do it. Uh, anyways, though, enough with my personal problems. That's rough, buddy. Uh, we're going to move on. I just want to tell you, I have music coming out, um, uh, very, very shortly. I cannot remember the date we were told that we need to announce it. Uh, it actually could have been this week, but either way, uh, Go check out my music, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Deezer, Amazon, YouTube. Uh, wherever you are streaming your music, I may be the, the... Those are the places you need to check out. Go check out the Shweezy page. Just like Cancel Shweezy, you just take out the cancel part and you just type in Shweezy. It's all it is. Uh, I will probably... I bet you anything uh, around this week. We have to... Uh, we have to play it. Uh, we have to announce it. So, uh, I am urging all of you to go on social media. It's at the Shweezy TikTok. Apple Music, Tidal, Deezer, not TikTok, no, TikTok. So, okay, we'll start at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Twitter, TikTok. Those are the big ones. So you definitely want to check out, uh, check, definitely want to check out those. I'll be announcing it over there. So you want to go check that out and uh, can lead you to other places uh, where you can go check that out as well. So that would be cool, the socials. Uh, another one is twitch.tv slash theshweezy. If I'm able to this Thursday, uh, we do. I do have. I have a recording project that may have to be done Thursday. I'm not sure, but I need. I will be finishing up uh, eventually on a Thursday. Uh, my playthrough of Pokemon Black with the randomizer has been a lot of fun. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon, and we're gonna end it, and uh, we're gonna figure out something else. I'm gonna play. Uh, which can be really exciting. Twitch.tv slash the Shweezy. If you have an Amazon Prime account, what you can do is connect it with your Twitch account. You get a Twitch Prime sub. Following anyone on Twitch is free, but to subscribe to someone, uh, that typically around $5 deals. But with your Amazon Prime account, you can basically get a $5 voucher for free. And uh, why not financially support Daddy Shweezy? I like that. Uh, and, you know, it's just a great way to say thank you for being a friend and not spending any extra money. Though you do want to spend some money, make sure to check out our Patreon page, link in the description of this episode, where you can uh, financially support us. It's just basically a tip jar right now, and so doing that is just really the best way you can help support us. So, uh, But now let's not forget all the free shit you can do. I know we got a lot of people listening on the audio side, so for all of you, I want you to go check out our YouTube page, uh, because we do post our highlights and full episodes and, uh, you know, basically a lot of other things, too. So definitely want to go check that out. I know sometimes you want to share something you heard on a podcast, and you're like, okay, you got to go to, like, this time marker or whatever. Um, well, the nice thing about this is we uh, take all the highlights out of the show, the best parts, we put them up in small formats on our YouTube page, and it's easy to share with all your friends and stuff like that. And I know some people, you know, they listen to podcasts, like they pop it up on, like, their Roku or Apple TV or whatever. 
Uh, we're on YouTube. Just throw that up from the YouTube app, and uh, yeah, we're trying to build that platform up, and uh, it's 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 a really great way for me to tell you. I like that. So definitely do that as well. Um, and obviously, if you are on uh, the audio side of things, make sure you leave us a review uh, wherever you're listening to us at, and give us a five, four, three, two, or one star rating. Uh, the best way you know how. So. Um, yeah, don't 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 be stingy. Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. And definitely go uh, go do all that shit. That's that's cool. It's fun, and that's exciting. And uh, stop telling me I look like the Nightman. The Nightman cometh. I I know, but I fucking love the Islander. I feel cool. I feel I feel like myself. I feel like myself today, folks. That's what's really important. Feeling like yourself. I got a regret right now. I'm feeling it. Head are so cold and numb. I'm feeling it. You know. Fate fell short this time. Your smile fades in the summer. <sighs> okay, but anyways, it's time for Previous Week Right Now. What is Previous Week Right Now, you may be asking. Well, Previous Week Right Now is all the important moments that happened last week. Or, to some of you, the previous week of when this episode was released. And uh, we will be going over that shit right now. So... Uh, hold, clean out your belly button, Lynn. It's time for previous week right now. Uh, so without further ado, uh, as Philip DeFranco would say... Let's just jump into it. Uh, let's get into our first article of the day. Uh, from our friends over at Whiskey Riff, meaning that uh, we have no affiliation at all. Um, CMA Awards 2017, Eric Church calls out Garth Brooks lip-syncing, meaning we're starting our new segment we like to call... Cool stuff, slick stuff, neat stuff... Uh, it's time for another iconic moment in CMA history. With this year's show coming up in about two weeks, we've been looking back at some of the great moments throughout the show's history. We brought you Alan Jackson's 1999 protest performance of Choices in honor of the great George Jones and Sturgill Sturgil Simpson's legendary busking performance outside of Bridgestone Arena. Then there was Mary Chapin Carpenter putting Dwight Yoakam on blast, allegedly with her opening with her song opening act, and of course the time the late great Charlie Rich got shit faced and lit John Denver's award envelope on fire. And today we're ta- taking it back just a few years to one of the more recent shows and a beef between two of the genre's biggest stars. The year was 2017. Garth Brooks won Entertainer of the Year for the sixth time he's won it once more since then too and during the show he got up on stage and performed his latest single ask me i ask me how i know well sort of during an interview immediately after the show garth admitted that he had lip-synced the performance blaming it on being sick and in the midst of 12 shows in 10 days Fans were understandably disappointed taking to Twitter to blast Garth for not singing live during his performance. But it wasn't just the fans who blasted him, so did fellow Entertainer of the Year nominee Eric Church. In an interview with Rolling Stone the following year, Eric had some strong words for Garth. I'm gonna, I don't know what Eric Church sounds like, so I'm going to talk him. We don't use machines, we use instruments. Uh, so the winner of the biggest category of the night lip-synced in the biggest moment of the show. Fuck that, and I didn't like his excuses at all. Uh, tell us how you really feel, Chief. And Church went on to clap, call lip-singing a red line that he's never going to cross. It is and always will be a red line. It's fabricated. I don't want young artists thinking it's okay, because it's not. 
gotta love Eric Church. You you always know exactly where he stands, and it's usually on the side of his fans. That wouldn't be the last time Eric called out Garth either after he was robbed of Entertainer of the Year during the 2019 CMA Awards. Yes, I said that. Eric took another not-so-subtle shot at Garth during a show the following week during a performance of Waylon Jennings' Are You Sure Hank Done It This Way? Changing the lyrics to I Know Garth Didn't Do It This Way. Uh, well, all the controversy must have been too much for Mr. We're All One Big Happy Family, Garth, because the following year he announced that he was taking himself out of contention for Entertainer of the Year, an award that, he, that would finally go to Eric Church in 2020. And the fact that he was willing to step up speak up for the fans and call out one of the biggest artists in the genre for lip syncing just proves why he deserved it so damn much you know we we live in a society uh a society in which things happen so yeah it's not uncommon for like stuff at award shows you know something like the award shows or like the super bowl or performances that are kind of like that that actually definitely need there is a timed structure for everything, and so, like, you have to get off the stage and on the stage. I know, uh, speaking per personally, I don't know, uh, but at uh, the Grand Ole Opry, they don't really like guitar players to be using pedal boards and shit like that, because the way the Grand Ole Opry works and where they do their performances is, like, an artist comes out, does two or three songs, and then the whole band has to get off stage, and they kind of have to set up for the re the next group coming on, and they do a phenomenal job at that. The Grand Ole Opry, like, and they don't need me speaking up for them, but the Grand Ole Opry, they do a great job at transitions between artists, because... If you ever been to a real show, you know how much time it takes between then to set up for other bands, and God forbid if they have to do a sound check in between that, it's a fucking it's a fucking nightmare. Um, this is the type of guy you get. So, um, so yeah, so a lot of times in those award shows, especially, uh, I don't know the specific rules. I thought I heard a rule that was like everyone at the Super Bowl always lip sings, or something similar to that, or the bands don't play their real instruments, or something similar to that. Uh, but then I always hear, like, one singing or not. You know, it's uh, it's a lot of hoopla, if you ask me. You feel like a woman, a real woman. Uh, but, yeah, so, but this was, like, the award show, and I guess everyone was pouring live. But Garth was lip-singing just because he was sick, and he was kind of, he was, he's 12 shows in 10 days. So, I mean, I mean, I don't, like, you know, I, I think Garth is a murderer. I think he's murdered many people. And he has, he doesn't have, he has the conscience for this. He's all about togetherness and stuff like that but where's the togetherness when you kill everyone garth okay where are the bodies garth don't be you, you probably like that i like that and uh and i don't think that's cool but i don't know if eric church is that much better um i don't really give it like eric church is just fucking i just i just he is uh he's just that bro country guy he's just like okay he has a fucking song about this and like that um and then Morgan Wallen's just because I was on a 72-day bender and I went to Broadway in Nashville. Um, you know, fucking, you know, you're just a fucking pathetic human if you go to, if you live in Nashville and go to Broadway for fun. Like, he's probably like, I hope people recognize me as Morgan Wallen's. But, like, the thing is, and I was telling something about this other, the other day, like, when you see another, you know, like, someone, like, say you watch YouTube videos or see them on TV all the time. Uh, sometimes you just, like, will see them in person. Like, you know, when you go see a concert in person, uh, you're like, okay, so that's what that person looks like in real life because you're seeing them through a screen. You're not necessarily seeing them. I bet some of you see me in real life, and you're like, God damn, that guy is handsome. But, you know, it's different. Uh, I don't have that one. What? Um, so, where was I getting at the... Oh, yeah, Eric Church, he just looks like everyone else. He doesn't stand out to me at all. But... 
that's the que- that's the question we have here today, folks. Uh, should Garth have just buckled up and sang, or should he have um, done what he did lip singing? Because you know you'd be surprised how many people lip sing. I remember the Chainsmokers did a performance. I think the Closer with Halsey, 2016, 2017 about it, and. Uh, they were like a little off, you know, and people were like, oh, they suck. And then he was like, yeah, well, that's what happens when you don't lip sync at these things uh, because it's so different and guarantee maybe ear, their, your in-ears weren't working. Uh, it's a whole lot of hoopla if you ask me. Um, so, you know, what do, we, what do we all think? Should Garth not lip sync or should he have just stuck to what he usually does in killing and burying the bodies? Um, you let me, You let me know. Okay. Hmm. Okay, here we go. Uh, from CBS News, Kanye West booted out of the Skechers headquarters in California. That's rough, buddy. Uh, the rapper formerly known as Kanye West was escorted out of the California-based headquarters of athletic shoemaker Skechers after he showed up unannounced Wednesday, a day after Adidas ended its partnership with the artist following his anti-Semitic remarks. The Grammy winner was legally changed his name to Ye, arrived unannounced and without invitation at Skechers corporate headquarters in Manhattan Beach Southwest of Los Angeles, the company said. Considering Ye was engaged in unauthorized filming, two Skechers executives escorted him him and his party from the building after a brief conversation. According to a company settlement, Skechers is not considering and has no intention of working with West, the company said. We condemn his recent divisive remarks and do not tolerate anti-Semitism in any other forms of hate speech. For weeks, Ye has made anti-Semitic comments in interviews and social media, including a Twitter post earlier this month saying, he would soon go DEFCON 3 on Jewish people, an apparent reference to the U.S. Defense Readiness Condition Scale known as DEFCON. His post led to his suspension from both Twitter and Instagram. He apologized for the tweet on Monday. On Tuesday, sportswear manufacturer Adidas announced that it was ending a partnership with Ye that helped make him a billionaire, saying it doesn't tolerate anti-Semitism and hate speech. So, yeah. First of all, uh, I apparently have to say this uh, for the record. Uh, I do not agree with what Kanye is saying. I think there's Jewish, Jewy parts of my history, uh, in my lineage. So, uh, I don't really think that's cool. I don't think he should be hating Jews. And then he's just like, the Jews are causing our problem and stuff like that. Um, so I think that there could be some history behind it. Cause I think last time he was getting ready to release an album, like he, he went on the whole Trump shit, you know, he bought the MAGA hat in, in uh, he bought that MAGA hat so he could, you know, it help him release an album and shit like that. Here's the question I have. Do you think that Kanye, like, MAGA hat, the MAGA hat he has, talks to him like the Green Goblin mask talked to Willem Dafoe's uh, Harry Osborn in the first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire? Because I think that hat is totally talking to to Kanye like that. He's like, you must hate the Jews. But I don't want to hate the Jews. You must hate the Jews. And so, maybe maybe Kanye's a real-life Green Goblin or something like that. I think that... I, I really feel like that's the only answer we have in this situation is that that's what's going on with uh, Kanye's MAGA hat. Um, but also, though, yeah, going on here about trying to start controversy, I think it really started in 2010 when, you know... The infamous is like, Taylor, I'm going to let you finish, but Beyonce should have won the award, you know. And, you know, how Taylor felt, you know, betrayed. But I think there was more going on with Beyonce in the background. Like, 
Beyonce was pretty upset about it and everything, and I think Kanye just wanted to stand up for her. Because at the time, I think Beyonce, Jay-Z, they were all tight uh, before Kanye went down. And then after that, Kanye really went because he became, like, the bad guy and stuff like that. Then he created a beautiful, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, fantastic album. I used to think 808s and Heartbreaks was my favorite Kanye album, but I gotta admit that My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy probably probably one of Kanye's best work. And so I think going with my mindset, thinking that's what works for Kanye, so now he's just trying to create controversy, then release the out, al- and then release an album because it gets people talking about him. And all press is technically good press, especially when you're trying to make music. That's what I think is going on here uh, with the whole being hating Jews thing. Does he really hate Jews? I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to talk to him. So now we get into him coming into the Sketcher headquarters. So Adidas drops him, and I remember him making remarks. I was powerful. I can say anti uh, make anti-Semitic speech, and Adidas still won't drop me. And then Adidas dropped him. So like that. Because I was like, no one wants to be involved with this. Like... Even if, like, I bet, you know, I bet you if, like, there's just some fucking Nazi uh, working in Adidas, you know, just, let's just, like, you know, the CEO of Adidas, he's, he actually does really hate Jews. He know, he or she, I don't know who it is, uh, they, they, them, uh, would know better than to agree with me, like, you know, let's, let's throw a bunch of, you know, anti-Semitic ads here, because if we do that, then that'll help our business. They know to not get involved in that shit. Why do you think every company has a fucking pride? Like, they have pride commercials. Be like, happy Pride Month, everyone. Let's go buy some Adidas. H&R Block, we support the gays. Uh, sign up and help us. we'll help you with your taxes. You know, like, they're, they're just going to do what's popular. They're going to do what's best for it. And then, you know, they're like, well, at the end of June, if people don't like gays, they don't have to hear about it anymore, you know? And so I think it's just too much controversy after that. Like, it, like... Adidas supporting this is just not good for their brand, even if they're, like, they could be super Republican or whatever. They know that it's not a good idea to be uh, be involved in this, and so that's probably why they did I just, but also, Skechers are, like, the goofy shoes, you know, like, like no one, there's, like, the Skecher shape-ups, you can just find that, you know, there's that one guy who wears them, um, typically a, a teacher or a former teacher you've had. Uh, that's the idea. I love the idea of just, like, Ye- Yeezy shape ups, uh, great. And I've always wanted a porno where there were nothing but uh, Skechers shape ups. Uh, that would be that'd be my ideal. Uh, that would be that's my fetish. If if anyone knows, like everyone has a specific fetish. Mine is porn, but they wear only wear Skechers shape ups. That's the only thing I'm into, and that's the only thing that I will be uh, jerking off to in these next coming years. So that's cool, and. uh and the fact that Skechers, like, I think, don't you don't you feel like Crocs have kind of overstepped Skechers? Because Crocs are cool again. But Skechers, Skechers are still, like, the fucking dad shoes, the shape-ups, you know? It's just those shoes, so. Uh, yeah, so what do we have to say about Kanye? Um, uh, don't be anti-Semitic. Um, and, uh... Unfortunately, there will be no uh, easy shape-ups. That's that's unfortunate. That's rough, buddy. Okay, uh, coming from uh, the magazine NME. Uh, I do not know what NME stands for. 
Uh, Mark Hoppus tried to buy Blink-182 tickets, but lost them. Mark Hoppus was, has revealed that he attempted to buy tickets for Blink-182's upcoming reunion tour, but lost them after the website crashed. Last Tuesday, it was announced that Hoppus and Travis Barker had reunited with Tom DeLonge to release new music and embark on a huge run of global gigs. The trio then released the single Edging on Friday, October 14th, with a full album also in the works. Tickets for Blink-182's 2023-2024 tour dates went on general sale yesterday. Many fans subsequently took to social media to express their excitement and disappointment following their efforts to snap them up. Hoppus later acknowledged in a post on Discord how difficult it was for some to secure tickets. I understand that the ticketing can be frustrating, the musician wrote. I bought tickets for two of our shows myself just to see what the experience was like. I had tickets yoink from my cart and the whole thing crashed. Uh, the bassist and co-vocalist went on to address complaints over the new dynamic pricing model, which allows Ticketmaster to charge more for tickets when they first go on sale. The system responds to demands and so increases or decreases costs in line with what scalpers or touts would sell them for, keeping the money in-house for the sellers and artists. I'm not in charge of it. It's meant to be discouraged scalpers, Hoppus continued. We're trying to bring up the best possible show for the best price. The UK and Ireland leg of Blink-182's 2023 tour includes two nights at at the O2 in London. Uh, Tom DeLonge has teased the, that Blink-182's forthcoming record is the best album of our career. Later, the returning member said the album contains some of the most progressive music of the band's career so far. He has also expressed his appreciation for Blink-182's departing guitarist Matt Skiba, who replaced him in the group in 2015 in a post on social media. Skiba has since responded, writing, I am truly happy you guys are a band and a family again. Blink-182's most recent studio album, Nine, came out in 2019. Uh, it was the second record recorded recorded to feature Skiba following on the 2016's California prior to edging, DeLong hadn't contributed to a Blink-182 project since 2012's Dogs Eating Dogs EP. So, this is kind of interesting. Um, so I don't think anything with this would have to be anyone in Blink-182's. I don't think, uh, Tom, Mark, or Travis are like, hey, I want, I want it to be these prices. I think Ticketmaster... Ticketmaster is awful, and I guess they're doing their best to discourage scalpers because scalpers are the fucking worst. And um, I, the only thing I can really say uh, what to to anyone you know who wants to avoid scalpers is uh, don't give them money. Don't or don't give them. Don't give in to the price they're asking for. That's going to be your my best advice for you. Don't give in to them because at some point there's going to be a point where those tickets aren't as worth worthful or as much in value as they we need to sell them for and there's a good chance if you can wait long enough they'll make a loss on the product that they're trying to sell and if you can make them get a loss like they lose 150 dollars plus 200 etc etc more and more that's going to discourage them uh, from ever doing that shit again and they can get around it um and also strategy uh hopefully that i'm trying to like get into and trying to prepare for because i do want to see them live i'm either going in chicago or nashville uh i'm just gonna wait uh to, for the perfect timing you know and go on uh some sort of website SeatGeek's pretty cool uh, not sponsored by the way they should they, they'd be a good sponsor for this show uh SeatGeek's good there's a couple other ones you can find some people online trying to sell them um sometimes people legit buy tickets and then find out they cannot make it to the show and want to do all they'll sell it or transfer it to you you know stuff like that and a lot of times those are normal people they're just like we just want to get our money back or as much as we can get back for these tickets and stuff like that so yeah uh the funny thing is that it just 
Travis, not Travis, fucking every member but Mark Hoppus, um, mentioning them, he's the one, he's like, I'm trying to buy tickets to my own show. And the website crashed, and I couldn't buy tickets. That's unfortunate. The ticket prices for these things are going crazy. Uh, it's incredible how crazy these tickets are, and, and uh, you know, we all love Blink-182. And I really hope, in saying that, when I say we're all excited for Blink-182, that they all three of them put on like the best effort to make make these this world tour some of the greatest shows uh, that people will ever experience that they'll ever play uh, because some because I've listened to some and Tom Tom's just fucking drunk and all all calling whirling someday you know and shit like that and I'm like oh, this is not good they need to step that shit up step that shit up okay so that way. We can all go to the show and be like, and I really like that. Last article we have for today uh, from Times Malta. Kiss my balls. Inmate insults to prison guards. Not a threat, judge rules. Uh, What? uh, An inmate telling prison guards to kiss my balls during an outburst in jail did not amount to a threat. So the prisoner could not be found guilty of threatening them or or of trying to influence them in their duties, a judge has ruled. Madam Justice Consuelo Scary Herrera uh, was ruling on an appeal filed by troublesome inmate Joseph Zara, 68, who had countless brushes with the law, including a recent one where he threatened a magistrate during a hearing. Zara, or Zarek, uh, has a criminal record once described in court as being a th- as thick as a book. He has been in and out of jail since he was 18, so he is a well-known figure in Corradino Correctional Facilities. The insult he uttered in jail was directed at two correctional officers during a visit to Division 6 by former prison directors Alex Dolly in July 2018. Zara Zara, uh, hurled offensive remarks at Dolly, saying he was full of shit, told him other correctional officers to fuck off, and then told the two officers to kiss my balls. The judge said that although offensive and vulgar, such language could never be taken to be a threat or an attempt to influence them in their duties. She therefore declared a null of 800, I'm going to say those are euros, fine, imposed by a first court that had found him guilty of the offense. At the time Zara was charged in court was in March after he allegedly threatened a member of the judiciary whose name cannot be published by court order. Uh, during that arrangement, the police described him as a danger to society with a 47-page criminal record whose offenses go back to 1963. They said he had appeared before every possible member of the judiciary. The magistrate had warned a rowdy Zara to be quiet, but he disobeyed and continued to pass snide remarks, prompting the magistrate to twice find him guilty of contempt of court and finding him a total of 2,000 euros. He was eventually thrown out of the courtroom where he continued to be loud, swearing, and threatening police officers. This sounds like the guy, uh, you know, and I was talking about this, you know, you just meet guys, like, when you're growing up, and they're just the guy uh, who's just, or the, you know, you're kids, and, like, this is the kid that's just destined for prison. This is the type of guy you get. You know, uh, you're just like, this guy's gonna be in prison one day. Like, a lot of times they start out in juvie, too. Like, a lot of times that happens. But, like, I had a friend whose brother, who's just just the, like, who, who is just the prime example of someone who, you notice as a kid, and you're just like, that kid who's destined for prison, you know? And and it's like, they always just start things, and they're like, sometimes they're like, it's not even my fault, I wasn't doing anything, and like, they're always up to some fucking shit, like, I don't know how, like, people get in so, so much trouble with the law, like, you, they seek it out, like, to find, start that shit. I'm like, 
the worst thing that, that happens to me is like traffic violations. Those are always the ones that get me. It's never, it's never like robbed a store. He's like, the cops are framing me for this. I'm like, no, buddy. You probably just robbed the store. And you're like, oh, it's an accident. A fucking accident. You robbed the store. This guy sounds like that. Whatever. Kiss my balls. You can tell that to the police. It's not an offense. Kiss my balls. This sounds like Eric Cartman. Kiss me, bitch. It sounds like Eric Cartman. It's just, uh, it's just in prison here. Anyways, so it's probably a good thing this guy's in prison. And you're like, you know, these guards are just like, fuck, I have to deal with this fucking guy today. Uh, anyways, though, um, yeah, this is just the guy who's just meant for prison, you know. God, God just creates people for prison. That's, that's, uh, that's the... This is the type of guy you get. Yeah, you know. Have you ever been out in public and thought, hey, look at that fat guy, only for it to turn out to be a mirror, and you are, in fact, the fat guy? That was the moment that kickstarted me into becoming the greatest health expert the world has ever seen. But I wasn't born being built different. Like Joe Cocker before me, I get by with a little help from my friends. And my friends happen to be today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements for to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while you work out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder, by using the link in our description today you can save 15% on your purchase. Go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When you're at the beach, you aren't going there naked, letting everyone see your little shrunken pee-pee from being in the water. No, you're wearing some sort of clothing to cover up your privates. So why would you let companies you buy products from have access to the privates of your credit cards? That's where today's sponsor, Privacy, comes becomes the clothing for your credit card information. Privacy is the first payment product that keeps your personal information private while being even more convenient than using a physical payment card online. Privacy empowers you to protect your physical card information. Each merchant you share your card information with puts you more at risk to hackers or data breaches. Why not use a privacy card instead? By creating a virtual card with privacy for each merchant you shop with, your physical card is safe and secure. Privacy cards can be paused or closed at any time, preventing any future transactions from being authorized. Privacy cards can also be single-use, meaning they close after just one authorized transaction. One of my favorite ways to use privacy is for a service with a free trial that requires you to put in a credit card to sign but wait, there's more. By using the link in our description, you can get $5 to spend anywhere. That's money you get to use. So start paying the smart way with privacy. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. So it's, it's Halloween. Halloween has just passed. Uh, I actually am recording this on Halloween. Uh, but the thing with Halloween uh, is um, how do you throw a Halloween party? Uh, so that's the question I have for you today. How do you throw a Halloween party? Luckily, friends over at WikiHow are here to help us out. Now, I don't hate WikiHow. I actually think WikiHow is great. Uh, but the problem with WikiHow is on their quest to how, on their quest for how, a lot of nonsense gets in there, and it has to have nonsense, or else we can't, we don't know the how to anything. 
Uh, so today we're going to learn how to throw a Halloween party. Uh, Halloween parties are often large, memorable events full of friends, crazy costumes, and sometimes even games or contests. If you want to be the person who throw an unforgettable Halloween party that your friends will talk about for weeks to come, you'll need to first choose your guest list and kind of a party you want to have. After that, you'll need to decorate your home and make sure everything goes off without a hitch. So uh, let's just let's just jump right into this, uh, see what's going on. Uh, deciding the guest list and structure, uh, invite people who might not have, uh, have otherwise met. Because uh, yes, that's that's important. Uh, uh, making sure that uh, all your guests have met before. Um, uh, or work, work friends, friends that you play with on a team, friends that you do a hobby with, like music, cafe, like music. I was like, okay, that's, uh, for me, uh, I do music as a job. Uh, so for me, I guess that's, that counts as work friends. Uh, classmates, you know, you know, yeah, that's, that's probably, um, the first rule to any party, just by people you know. Um... Ask your neighbors to the party. Uh, generally, people respond better to bad news or difficult situations when warned beforehand. Uh, actually, actually, a really good life hack. Uh, the fact that you're like, you know, I'm going to invite our neighbors to the party so they're not going to get pissed that we're throwing a party and can potentially annoy the shit out of them. You know, uh, that's generally a, uh, a solid idea. A solid idea for all of us to learn from. That's a good life hack. Invite your neighbors over. Because if they're there, they're not going to call the cops on you. That is actually a really good plan. I, I would tell you, y'all need to do that at least. Um, three, balance people density with space. Um, even if you have a large house, you should try to imbalance the number of people you invite with the amount of space you have available. Or some people will want to sit and eat with all others want to eat while shit. That's actually a good point. But also at the same time, how many fucking people do you know? See, because I only... Because, yeah, I'm like, I don't think I know enough people uh, to be like, I don't think we have enough room at this party. Uh, and you plan on having a ton of people like that, maybe choose a different, like, venue to have it at. I mean, I've lived in, you know, uh, areas that have uh, quite the country setting, so therefore it's not too hard uh, for me to say, just be like, hey, can let's have a party at your place or something like that. You know, you set up a party, and uh, that's where you do it and everything. And, uh, yeah. Uh, so that's a great idea to do that. My in-ears are falling out, and I got to put it back on uh, so I can continue to go. But yeah, uh, I guess deciding less guests. I just, you know, I generally go with the idea. Just uh, going to throw a party. Just let anyone come, you know. Um, don't have enemies. If, if you have enemies, make sure that you know that you don't like them. I think that's just a good plan. Uh, and everything, and uh, if you think you're gonna have more people, just pick a better venue, you know? It's, it's a good idea to have a good uh, venue like that. Optimize your space in your daily life. You likely don't need wide walkways and uncluttered tables, but these can cause a mess or create a tripping hazard during your party. If you're not careful, you may want to. Okay, yeah, that's that's generally uh, a known fact that, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe, friends, we need to reorganize the place, you know? Uh, yeah, I do know if, like, you have things in the way, you need to undo it so more places to sit and stuff like that. And, yeah, that's, that's, that's really good advice. Um, some of these just sound like it's a party. We're going to get to the Halloween. That's what I want to get to. Uh, 
mix up the traditional order for your party. Why is it fucking spin the bottle on the ground? This is a fucking, this sounds like a, I'm like, we're, we're talking about like making an adult party. Like we're throwing in a party that adults will go to and just fucking spin the bottle on the ground. Um, mix up the traditional order of your party. Parties tend to follow the same order. It might have your party more memorable by switching up in order of events instead of having people socialize until the food is ready. Why not have a small game with a prize? You might have guests throw cards into a hat to score points. Guests vote on each other's costumes. Guests play a game of skill like darts. Yeah. Um, isn't that kind of like a, a typical party thing? Like, uh, you know, get a projector, you put it up outside, or, you know, Jackbox Party Pack is always fun. Uh, that's why I like to do, just bring that over, we all play that. It's a good time, it's a good time playing Jackbox, so, uh, you can't have a bad time playing Jackbox, it's no problem at all. Uh, yeah, so yeah, you should always have, like, games or kind of ideas and, like, things you can do at a party, which isn't too bad. Most people have board games. People who throw parties are gonna have board games. Uh, I, I tend to like to bring Cards Against Humanity to places, because it's fun to do. And uh, so I have my own custom cards and makes it fun um, and stuff like that. Keep the main elements of your party separate. Some party planners define the four main elements of a party as the entrance, food, drink, and music. You should try to keep these four elements separated by some space. This will help you avoid causing congestion between people arriving to your party and people enjoying your party. I mean, that's just kind of... You know, like, you're going to keep the food in the kitchen and typically with the food, that's where you keep the alcohol. Uh... So that's that's pretty normal. Um, yeah, and then you'd have like a living room where people live. So that's and that's also a life hack. I think everyone needs to know that uh, if someone ever breaks into your home and tries to kill you, but you're in the living room, they can't do anything because it's the living room. Therefore, there's there's no y you only live in there. That's that's the rule. Um, number seven. Uh, make it a potluck for a party on a budget. Yeah, that's that's usually like everyone brings some food or something like that. Or you have some other friends be like, hey, I'll you. But it's a good idea. I will always say, it's a good idea if you're the host of the party to always get like the main food element, you know, type of thing. Like if you're gonna get pizza, you buy pizza. Uh, if you buy, you know, wings, you get wings. Burgers, you you get the burgers. Uh, pulled pork, you know. You, you do that. You know, I, that's just my general rule. That you make the main thing and then just ask everyone to bring, like, soda. Maybe have a couple runs. Hey, can you bring some soda or can you bring drinks? Um, uh, like, chips or some shit. Like, you know, just just be cool. Uh, I had some friends in, like, a lot of the, a lot of them are a lot more, uh, say, uh, more wealthy than I am. Uh, and so um, I would, like, I'd bring, like, some fucking dumb fucking $2 bottle of wine from Trader Joe's, and they'd have, like, these $80 bottles of wine. I'm like, I don't know why I brought this and stuff like that. So uh, most of the time I just bring pizza rolls. And if, you, if you're hanging out with wealthy people, I'm going to tell you this. Go go to wealthy people parties and bring pizza rolls. You know, that that shows, one, you're trash like me, and two, you're going to blow your mind with how, what pizza rolls are. That's a fact. You're going to, they're going to, you're going to blow their mind with the fact about pizza rolls. So that's a really cool thing. But yeah, that makes sense, Potluck. Everyone bring their own drinks and stuff like that. Express costume expectations clearly. That is important for a Halloween party. You do have to do the, the costume party. This is a costume party and everyone needs to dress up. That is that is very important because if you're like it's you you actually do need to make it very clear, especially if you're if you don't want it to be a costume party or it's optional. Um, I don't don't make it optional. You know, uh, people people already know 
you can't force people to be fucking wearing costumes to shit. But uh, you should highly encourage and make it a clear point. This is a costume party. Everyone wear a costume. It's going to be a lot of fun. So definitely do that. I always wanted to in college do a like a uh, like a Halloween party, but like or a costume party, but it's not Halloween. I always thought that would be fun. So yeah, you do. That's very good for a Halloween party. Make that distinction very clear. Make sure you do that. Send out your invitations. Halloween is a popular time of the year for parties, so if you're going to be a type so RSVP, don't send out a fucking physical card. Um, Facebook, um, Facebook events that those are really good for parties because like it's a good way uh, to communicate with a lot of people, even if you don't have their numbers and other people can invite other people. You can make it private, you know, stuff like that. Those are always like great ideas uh, and stuff like that. And uh, you should also like text your friends, be like, make sure they're coming to the party, you know, like, you know, your ride or dies, you know, they have to be there, so you should definitely personally text them and stuff like that. I'm one of those guys who, like, I guess a lot of people are just, like, they always have a party or whatever and always have people hanging out, and I'm not one of those people who just, like, goes over all the time uninvited, so, like, they do have to invite me, and I have friends who are like, yeah, just come over whenever the fuck you want, (laughs) whatever, so like that, so that's cool. Um, All right, I guess we're on to part two, transforming your home for a Halloween party. Choose a classic soundtrack or make use of spooky sound effects. Um, you know, like the Monster Mash. There is some, like, actual Halloween playlist on there, but it's, like, Thriller, um, Superstitious, Somebody Watching Me, uh, you know, the Monster Mash, which is not actually the song Monster Mash. It's about a song called Monster Mash. So the actual song Monster Mash, we don't know what that is, and it's very confusing Stuff like that. But I'm going to be honest with you. You don't have to play that shit. Uh, that is all. That is completely optional. Um, one I don't think is optional. Uh, Halloween-themed accents. Now, this is better if you live with a woman. They're the ones who are better at buying uh, useless decorations for your apartment. And I absolutely love that shit. Uh, friend's mom had one. Happy fall, y'all. Uh, another one had... It's just a bunch of hocus-pocus in here. <laughs> shit like that. Like, that shit makes me laugh all the time, and, uh, because it's, like, like, no man has ever thought to buy that shit, no man has ever thought, it's, like, 100% a woman, and you, you, you could be a trans woman, too, it's okay, it's okay, but it's only, you have to identify as a woman to be interested in buying that shit, uh, those are the only people, like, Hobby Lobby, what, what can a man buy from Hobby Lobby, it's not a lot, there's not, there's a lot of things, I mean, you can buy things from Hobby Lobby, but, like, they don't want that shit. Like that's Halloween is solely in business because of women, uh, and that's a fact. Uh, but yeah, dude, I, I do think though, um, Halloween decorations will make a Halloween party better. But it's better to have a woman help you out with that because men men don't buy shit for that. Um, research Halloween themed uh, recipes. You don't have to do that. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say you're you don't have to do that. Um, the decorations will make it a Halloween themed party. Um, I think that's just gross. Like, ah, there's worms in this and shit like that, you know? Oh, uh, looks like it's blood, but it's a bl- was it, was it? Blood on the marshmallow! I'm like, you don't, you don't need to do that. You don't. That's, that needs to be completely optional. I'm saying that's completely op- optional. Uh, just, you don't have to do that. I will I'll say that. Um, put together some party favors. Uh, added nostalgia for the goofy bags. Um... You know, if you're if you're drinking at this party, you don't need to do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna straight up say, uh, you don't have to have goodies for your friends. Uh, they're barely gonna make it home, so I don't think those are necessary. 
Um, play a background movie to watch your theme. Yeah, sometimes a lot of people get together. We watch scary movies and stuff like that. Horror movies, that's very normal. I think it's a lot of fun. If you're able to do it outside, you can get a projector. I've realized that projectors, like, they're not, like, 4K really good, but you can get, like, a 720p or a 1080p uh, monitor for, like, or a projector for, like, 50 bucks, 50 to $100. Uh, I wouldn't say use it as, like, your regular TV or regular watching stuff, but for, like, every once in a while, you know, you go in the backyard, put it on the put it on the house, have some fun. Really works out great, so that's really cool. Um, yeah. Uh, adjust your party lighting and with Halloween in mind. That's more like what women... That's more for women. So if you have a woman in your life, they will get these decorations right. There's a lot of women out there whose entire personalities are based on the day of Halloween. Just to be clear. Uh, then there's... Okay, well now we're on part three. Throwing an awesome Halloween party. Expect uncostumed guests. Yeah, I think I already mentioned that. That's very obviously... If people don't want to wear costume, they're not going to wear costume. But it's more fun if you do. Just There's costumes you can make that are just barely any effort. Um, introduce your guests. That's just hosting a normal party. Uh, being like, hey, this is them, this is them. And uh, and if you go to a party, you just need to know. Like, You need to start talking to people. If you're like, I'm an introvert, I don't want to talk to anyone. Like, Don't go to fucking parties then. Just don't stop having fun. Have fun with your fucking cat. You know? What the fuck is this, this guy? Ah! That's going in the thumbnail for sure. <laughs> that guy. Uh, play games with a twist. Uh, so Halloween game. That's already like setting up the party. We all know Halloween movie trivia. You know, you don't have to play a specific Halloween. It just has to look. Everyone wears costume. It's just an excuse to get drunk. Um, replenish food and drinks when necessary. Yeah, that's being a host. That's normal thing. Half of this is just how to throw a party. And then there's a couple things added in there. Be like, Halloween. Uh, yeah, that's necessary. This is a rearranged furniture to flex the flow of movement. Yeah, it's, that, we've already kind of went over that. And uh, yeah, that's it. So exciting. Thank you, uh, wikihow.com. You taught us everything we need to know about uh, throwing the perfect Halloween party. Or just a party in general. All right, it's time for another... Uh, Halloween-themed thing from BuzzFeed. Our friends over at BuzzFeed, who who know everything, apparently. Uh, here's a... Uh, this one actually might be better. I'm just going to say this out loud. I know a lot of people are listening. This actually might be better on our YouTube page. We should have a highlight up a couple days after we launch, release the episode. So don't... You can definitely go check it out there. So I'm not, I'm not trying to be that guy. But I'm going to try to describe it the best I can for the people who are audio listening. So sorry. I'm getting really into it. Folks looking at this, so... So, yeah, this is 70 people who had super clever Halloween costumes this weekend. Um, so, yeah, so let's look at these. Uh, number one, we got uh, Julia Fox. Um, and, uh, yeah, they look they look fairly similar. I actually don't know who the fuck Julia Fox is. That's for sure. Is she, like, is she an influencer? Is she an, She might be probably an actor or some, some shit like that. It sounds more likely uh, to be to be frank with you. Um, that's probably, it's probably, yeah, Julia Fox. So, um, just looking at the comparison, uh, they're wearing, a, like a crop top, a leather crop top, and leather pants, and leather gloves, so, and eyeliner, so yeah, Julia Fox. Uh, then number two, Nicole Kidman's AMC commercial, and the, the the thing I hate about this is, uh, the side-by-side comparison is not Nicole Kidman. So, I think if you're going to make that comparison, because I, I would not know you were Nicole Kidman, 
uh, if BuzzFeed didn't uh, directly tell me, hey, that's Nicole Kidman. So I'm, I'm going to say this one's not good. Like, Because I believe a good Halloween costume is something people will recognize immediately. Um, unless you're, like, a specific character from a movie, but, like, that's already a popular movie and someone just hasn't seen that movie. Uh, that makes sense. Like, Scott Pilgrim. Like, you won't know it's Scott Pilgrim unless you've seen Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. But, like, a lot of times you're like, oh, I'm this guitar player in a band. Like, that's, that's weird, okay? Um, this one's fuck. oh my god. Uh, did you not have it on here? Okay, Chocolate Lady from SpongeBob SquarePants. Okay, come on. Show me the fucking picture. Okay. Going to another page here. Oh, man. That's fucking... They're selling chocolates. What? They're selling chocolates. It's like, chocolate. They're selling chocolates. That's perfect. Perfect. Down to the last detail. A Chris Pine on the Don't Worry Darling press tour. I've seen that photo. That is, that is pretty good. Um... But no one's going to get it. I'm just saying no one's going to get that reference if they already don't. But unless they see the sea pine thing, it's the only way they're going to get it. Lisa Rinna? No fucking clue who that is. It's like a aardvark beak, but it's lips. And it's supposed to be that person on a train last night. Okay, that's weird. Okay, I don't get this. This meme... So the, the meme initially is Jesus kissing a minion... I've also seen that as Jesus kissing Shrek as well. And a couple decided to recreate the Jesus kissing a minion meme uh, that was already cursed to begin with, and they made it worse. So uh, that made me feel uncomfortable. Fleabag, um, a dude with a bowl cut and, and a ninja outfit. Uh, I would 100% think he was the Nightman from Always Sunny. Um, just to be honest with you, that's, that looks more like Fleabag. Uh, maybe, um, right in front of my salad. God damn it. I'm hating these making me switch over. Uh, and of course it's down. Okay. Um, Beyonce at the stand up for cancer performance. I'm hoping this one too. Okay. How are people supposed to know you're Beyonce in that photo? That's fucking weird. Okay. Let's move back here. Princess Diana. Someone just fucking dressed up like... Princess Diana, like, how do you... You know, like, uh, she wore this one dress this one time. That's Princess Diana for you. I'm like, okay. Um, that's nonsense. Uh, that's nonsense if I've ever seen it before. Um, so, yeah. Um, Nick Cannon. God damn it. This dude. This fucking dude. Just has, like... Seven baby dolls, like part of them strapped on them, three of them in a cape, three of them in a fucking stroller. Is this, I can move this to. Oh, yeah, he has a wild and out hoodie on underneath it. And a uh, hijab, I think that's what it's called. Um, hopefully, someone's gonna be like, that's actually called something else. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. Sorry for my microaggressions. Uh, but yeah, that's good. I like that. It's not, it's not blatantly obvious, but I think it's funny. It's a funny costume. Uh, okay, so go piss, girl beam. Oh, I'm scared about what this is going to be. Um, oh, instead of, they, so they changed Gossip Girl to Go Piss Girl. Okay, that's cool. Um, 
and Viv from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. See, no one's gonna get that. No one's gonna see Halloween costumes are so weird because everyone's like, I'm gonna be this very random thing. It's like, what are you supposed to be, Aunt Viv from that one episode where she dances from Fresh Prince? All right, um, okay. Um, of course, another one at the Fort Green. The Princess and the P and the One. I cried, okay. What's this one? Who could it be? It's like a fucking dog, and then the human's face is under the P. Okay. It's fucking weird. Okay. Okay. I'm hating all of these. Uh, Miss Trunchbull. I'm not even looking that up. I don't care. BuzzFeed app. You should show me this shit. And lastly, this fucking dog ripping out of a dude's stomach like it's fucking... Fucking, it was a predator that the movie or alien. I can't remember which one. It, I think it's alien or predator. I don't know which one. Not alien versus predator. <laughs> I don't know those movies, and I'm sorry. Uh, which is, was your favorite? Let us know in the comments. I'm gonna say I didn't like any of these, and uh, they all made me uncomfortable. Uh, they made me go to different pages for it. That could just be the BuzzFeed app. Maybe I should go back to using it in the browser. But I don't know. Um, I feel like. Uh, the society, I see like my Instagram feed is way better this year than uh, the costumes I've actually seen. Uh, I played a show on Saturday which had a costume contest involved with it. Um, what was the good costumes? I saw someone, Friday Adams, no, Wednesday Adams, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday Adam costumes were very much in. Uh, I saw a couple Wednesday Adams and, uh, wasn't Wednesday Adam was not a hard costume to do. I'm just letting you know Wednesday Adam uh, is definitely not something uh, that needs to be done uh, for sure. That's one thing. Um, saw like Raven from Justice League. I saw Poison Ivy. Uh, I didn't get to see as many slutty costumes this year, which I was kind of disappointed. I want to see some more slutty stuff. That's what I want to see, folks. I want to see ladies awakening a weird fetish in me. So if that's why I could never date like a girl who cosplays. I'm like, we're fucking. We're fucking every time you wear that. Um, what, what, what I saw a guy, he just, he had like a shirt and he had a, like those small boxes of cereal on him with all knives stabbed in him. I'm like, haha, cereal killer. That was a good, that was a good one. I really like that one. Um, was that, was that the best of the night? I feel like I may have saw some more. Um, I saw a lion and this girl was a lion tamer. That was funny. Uh, that made me laugh. That made me laugh a lot. Um, but yeah, those were what I saw this year. Um, uh, I think I've seen better ones in person this year at a very sad Halloween party I got paid to be at. Um, but everyone else tell me, if you send me good ones, DM me. I want to see your good Halloween costumes. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see that. I will rate it 1 out of 10. And, uh, don't be disappointed if I give you a bad number, uh, because that's just how life rolls. Have you ever cracked open a cold one with the boys? The vibes are on, then all of a sudden, you are out of cold ones? Though the vibes are still on, the vibes will soon go off because you are out of cold ones. There's no need to drive when you're under the vibes. That's why today's sponsor, Drizzly, is here to make sure that the vibes continue. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know it's a saying something when it's being praised as the Amazon 
Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do other things. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee. So using our link in the description, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. You're not a boomer who still goes to what our ancient civilizations called a store. You buy everything on the internet like a modern individual. What if I could tell you that you could be saving more on your purchases by only making a few clicks on your computer? That's where today's sponsor, Honey, will change your life. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in our description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo code, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It's 100% free and at no point will you have to pay for it with all of those many, many microtransactions. It's as simple as pressing a single button and you can start saving money. Not using Honey is basically throwing money away that could be saved for more important things. I recently had to get business cards uh, for myself and Honey literally saved me 60% on a, like a pack of 500 business cards. It was amazing. Add the Honey extension to your browser today for free by using the link in our description of this episode. And when you support, uh, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Oh no! Our table! Well, it's that time of the show again when we, uh, when I answer questions and give you life advice. Life advice, uh, that will help you and everything. And I feel really weird. I've never recorded a podcast sideliner before. This is makes it, this is just so weird. Anyways, though, let's just get uh, right into it. Or let's just jump into it uh, and just see what's going on here. Uh, first question we got here: How do I shave my balls? What? Uh, listen, <laughs> listen. I go in the shower, right? I take the ball tr balls trimmer and keep cutting myself with it. Uh, I can't stand there for hours going hair by hair. I need something fast and easy without me bleeding everywhere. Okay, so I do have some life advice. Uh, they do make specific razors out there. There's one that sponsors a lot of things, podcasts specifically, that I will not mention. I've heard that one's pretty good, but it is up there um, for the most part. Uh, what was it? I got a brawn razor. A friend he accidentally bought a he bought a second one. Uh, well, because he thought his was lost, and he found it, and he just gave it to me. I washed it. Uh, tried to use that on my balls, and uh, you had to be very careful with that one. Like even with the guard on, it was kind of intense. So I got a uh, it was a, a one Norelco one blade, and that shit is phenomenal. It's like there's like a hair and body version. So get the hair and body version. Uh, use it. It's 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 great. It's my my new number one thing. I don't know what ball trimmer you're using. You say you have a specific ball trimmer that you're cutting yourself with. Not all razors, especially electric razors, are the same. So you gotta you gotta make sure that 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 is one of the big things. So you can even use like you know your regular uh, handheld razors. The problem is the bigger your hair is, the harder it is to. So you may uh, if you have s the right kind of scissors, you can try and trim everything down. You know, that's that's definitely a thing because if you're going to use one of those, you really do have to uh, shave down or don't. You can you can try without it. Get some shaving cream or whatever. Um, a lot of porn stars and strippers suggest using, uh, if you're going to shave like that, um, make sure you use, like, moisturizer. Not moisturizer, like maybe conditioner. 
like hair conditioner and stuff like that, which is kind of weird. But it's weird saying to guys because not a lot of guys have the hair, have enough hair. Because a lot of guys, if your hair is short enough, they say that you should use, uh, you know, separate shampoo and conditioner and stuff like that. Because uh, the shampoo conditioner combos are really just kind of bullshit. Because what what has to happen is shampoo uh, basically strips your hair, and your hair does produce natural oils and stuff like that that are good. But then there's also like dirt and shit that you don't want in there. So shampoo just gets all that out of your hair. Then you have conditioner, which puts a lot of those oils and nutrients and shit like that, that you have back into your hair. So that's the purpose of conditioner and shampoo. That's why you put a two-in-one. You can't have something that adds things and eliminates things at the same time, if that makes sense. So anyways, though, yeah, conditioner for your balls apparently really good. I've heard a lot of people say, I've tried it too. It, it works well. Uh, shaving cream works fine too, but it's not, if you get a lot of bumps, uh, conditioner is really good for you. Uh, so yeah, you gotta you gotta make sure you have a ball safe razor. Like especially if it's saying that you have a specific razor for your balls that you have. Uh, maybe you bought a Manscaped. Oh, I said their name. Uh, or a, a Philips Norelco One Blade uh, Hair and Body. I'm sure, it's the Hair and Body, or else you'll really nick yourself. Uh, or even there's I've seen like a thirty dollar option on Amazon too. I assume works well. Look at some reviews. So how to not cut yourself? So the ball sack is the specific area you do want to focus on. And, because, uh, like, I feel like, you know, if you get a nick, because, you know, for the ladies out there, or the or the non-penis havers and non-ball havers, like, uh, your balls, which pee is stored in, because pee is stored in the balls, it's very sensitive, so when you cut it, it does not feel good. So, you've probably heard of this technique before, but you got to hold your balls, stretch it out, and I always say you do need to make sure you work gently with your ball. So then just gently go against it, you know, just get that hair off uh, and get it like that. Make sure you, you know what I'm trying to say when I, you got to stretch the balls where, you know, the balls where pee is stored. Uh, you definitely got to stretch the balls and then kind of go and stroke in there. And making sure you have a razor that was specifically made for body hair is good because if it's made for men and it's made for body hair, it does mean that it. It does mean for the balls, okay? Where pee is stored. Because pee is stored in the balls. So, just another reminder of that. So, you do got to stretch it and do it. You can't just have it the way it is or else because you're because the balls are a little clumped together. And, I mean, I don't know. It's like, it's wrinkly. You know, it's wrinkly and it's very saggy skin. So, you do have to stretch it out and make sure it's flat, you know. And then go against it right there, you know. And you got to be gentle. That's another another big thing. You got to be gentle and stuff like that. And I know there's probably women out there who's like, huh, that's how men have shared their balls. I also heard if you have a very flappy vagina. And I also want to say, you know, some women have big, I think they're called labias, I believe. Called, I just call them meat curtains. And that's why I've been calling them. Look, and you could have those, you know. And, uh, and some women are very self-conscious about it because then they see other women who just very, no labias at all or whatever, or very small labias. Look, men don't give a shit about that, okay? As long as you don't smelt. We're more attuned to be like, oh, her pussy stank. You know, that's that's what we're more worried about. But I've also heard those, if you have, like, a big labia problem or whatever, uh, usually, you know, sometimes you just shave your legs and you just go there when you when you go for the legs. Uh, if that's a problem, like, you cut yourself the razor. I heard with the labia that those, like, uh, Philips Norelco one, one Blade are very, very good for that as well. Um, it's from people I know with labias, not, I'm not, I don't have a labia. Uh, I do have outside balls. I know women also have balls or inside their body because how would women be able to pee if they didn't have balls? That, that'd be impossible. So, yeah, that's how, that's how you should shave your balls. 
I have a pimple slash white head on my ball sack. What should I do? What? Okay, why do we have two fucking ball questions in a row? Um, so yeah, do you have a... Sometimes, yeah, I get these... I sometimes get these little lumps on it, and I just, like, poke it and squeeze it out. And then it heals, and it's, it's fine, you know? I think... I don't think it's an ingrown hair, because no hair comes out with it. But it's, it's a weird type of lump or pimple or whatever. Um, here, here's... Here's a general rule, I believe, with pimples. Apparently, uh, dermatologists will say, do not pop pimples, even if you get them on your face or the body or whatever. Um, uh, I believe, you know, if you're, unless you're fucking dirty and shit like that, like, wash your hands and pop your own shit, you know? If you pop someone else, put gloves on, you know? Don't be... Just don't be dirty like that. Um... But with, like, a lot of pimples, even, like, pimples on the face, I I just go by the rule that if they come out easy, you know, you pop it, they come out easy, you know, good for you, you know, you have, like, a, I have, I actually have some tools that help me pop it, because I get, my nose is always just fucking gross, and so I do have to clean those things out, and I get them in, like, little corners, and you gotta pop them, you know, and so I get a little tool, you know, keep those clean, and those work as well, uh, so like that, but, like, I think the real rule is with pimples that if, if it's you're like you trying to squeeze it and nothing's coming out, you know, uh, and you just keep working at it, you're just gonna like fucking dig a scab, which I have done, and you know, get a scab on your face, it's gonna look bad, it's gonna take forever to heal and stuff like that. So I always just go by the rule of keep yourself clean, but you know, wash your face too, and only pop zits that you know are easy to pop. Now, I feel like your ball sack is the same question. Um, now. You you can get pimples down there. You get ball sack. I get them on like the was it the the landing strip too. You know, it just happens every once in a while. And if you see someone with one, you know, just you know, you don't have to lick it. I don't think anyone says you have to rule. You have to lick it. But like yeah, but like if you want a woman clean shaven, she's gonna get some 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 bumps are gonna pop up down there. So you gotta be you can't be stingy. Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. So that that's the situation. Um. So yeah, I go with the rule. What I would tell you to do is if you got that thing. Uh, if it's easy to pop, pop it, um, and especially if it's on your balls, like, you definitely need to be careful, uh, to not really injure yourself or whatever, just easy pop, you know, uh, but if it's, if it's kind of a struggle, let it be, uh, you know, see, see if it goes away, um, there's also the possibility it could be an STD, but I don't know how sexually active you are, uh, so I'm just going to let it go and, uh, let you deal with your own problems. Does the phrase drunk words or sober thoughts have any truth to it? I do think it has to have some truth to it or else it wouldn't be such a popular phrase. Uh, I guess the idea is, I believe this idea, I don't know if there's like an origin to it. I just think someone said it once. Maybe it was in a book. You know, sometimes some people have read books before. Uh, not you guys. You listen to podcasts and you listen to me talk. You just listen to me talk. Uh, unless you're watching the highlight right now, uh, you just listen to me talk for about ten minutes about ball sacks, and so, uh, so a bunch of philosophy majors here on this and listening to this show. So I would believe this phrase came from the set. Sometimes when people get drunk and you get so drunk, and sometimes your mental filter uh, in your mind that you're like, "Hey, I know I would say this to this. I should say this to a, this person right now, but I'm not going to." Because it could cause a lot of shit. Uh, when when you're drunk, you definitely do not have that filter on. The filter just kind of just eases out, like eases the fuck back. And so then you, so that way you don't have to worry about it, stuff like that. And so then like you say fucking things when you're drunk that you wouldn't necessarily say out loud 
when you're sober. And I think some people think that, oh, you, when you're drunk, you'll just say any fucking shit, you know, even if they're lies or whatever. But a lot of times, like, because I just think uh, alcohol brings always brings out something in people. I don't know. Like, for me, it makes me more relaxed and more friendly and more talkative and stuff like that. That's why I like alcohol. But then some people, they just get really angry. Some people gossip a lot more. And so it, I think we think alcohol brings out things in people. And I just think, you know, sometimes, you know, if you're angry, then maybe you shouldn't. If you're really sad, probably shouldn't. Uh, there's plenty of people who should, probably shouldn't be drinking alcohol, uh, you know. Um, this is the type of guy you get. But, yeah. But, uh, so... Yeah, but like you know, like I said, when I'm drunk, you know, I'll just keep talking and talking. There's a good chance I'm going to be saying some shit uh, that I should not have been saying out loud to people. But that's how it is. So I think you know, I think there's a lot of truth to uh, what we're saying with drunk words or sober thoughts because necessarily sometimes what because you're what you think sober can sometimes be spoken when you're drunk. Maybe that's more uh, easy way of explaining what's going on here. But I you know I generally think that's the truth. You know. Um, and sometimes I think that it really works out, uh, except when you're me and you, you hear, you know, you're talking to a girl and it's not even really a thing and you just confess your feelings to them. That's, that's not where you do. It's not where your drunk words or sober thoughts. That's where your thoughts are spoken. I, I think that's that, but drunk words or sober thoughts. Um, that's a very good thing to say though. You know, when someone tells you something drunk, Especially if it's something that's kind of like something that you typically wouldn't hear them say. That's something their mind is saying to you. Maybe something specific. I'm thinking of dumb examples. You're probably thinking of maybe a little bit more uh, serious examples, you know? Let's go full throttle. So, yeah, uh, if you have uh, anything true to it. But, yeah, no, I think it 100% can be. Um, not every time someone's drunk, they're just speaking utter nonsense. Sometimes when they're talking, they, they say something really important. Maybe something you needed to hear, maybe something that's offensive, something you may not want to hear. It's all, it's all, life's a dirty game. You just gotta play dirty to win it. And you, you win some, you lose some. So, uh, come on, Mark, don't be stingy. Uh, yeah. What would you do if you discovered your daughter's porn vids on the internet? So I don't have a daughter. I, I want to start off by saying that I do not have a daughter. Uh, in any form, and if I did have a daughter, she would not be that old, uh, for the most part, because I didn't have a high, I didn't have a child in high school, so that's a that's a very big fact about me. What? So if I had a daughter, um, I'm just going to make a hypothetical situation here, that I am thirty, not thirty, maybe fifteen years older than, because no, I wouldn't have a kid in fifteen, um. Let's assume I'm in my 50s, and I've had a child who is above the age of 18. Um, first of all, if she was underage, I'd be furious. I'd be calling the FBI, probably, and trying to figure that out, uh, because some people are going to get in a lot of trouble. But she's, let's assume she's over 18. Let's assume she's over uh, the bright age of 18, and uh, she's making porn vids, maybe, on the hub... If she's on the hub, she's better than those with the, the OFs, if you know what I'm saying. Woo-woo! Uh, so, yeah, the, so let's say she's a working like, porn actress, and she's making bank, you know, she's making money, she's getting plowed for money, making very good videos. Um, yeah, uh, first of all, 
I feel like, fellas out there, if, you have, if your daughter goes into porn, um, which is very surprising because usually those girls don't have fathers. Uh, that's a joke. Some of them do. Well, we all have a, technically have a father. If we, if we exist, we do technically have a father, but society be as society does. Ooh, so you're just going to put, yeah. Um, first of all, don't, if you're, if you have a daughter, I would definitely not watch that shit. Um, and definitely it would kind of ruin a lot of porn for me, to be honest. Uh, not the fact that my daughter's doing porn. It's the fact that now I can't go on a website and not see my daughter. And, you know, some of those pre, cause I believe the, especially porn thumbnails, I believe Pornhub may be onto this. I don't know how as much, I know YouTube thumbnails are very important, but I think the Pornhub thumbnails are important and they have the autoplay feature to see like, huh, maybe I'll like this. Maybe I won't. Um, you, it's just, it was like, ah, damn it. My daughter's on the front page again on Pornhub. You're like, ah, I'm just trying to fucking jerk off. Uh, stuff like that. So that'd be, I'd probably be more pissed about that. And, uh, and stuff like that. And, yeah, I don't know, because, yeah, porn is a career. Sex work is real work. But also, that's someone's daughter out there. <laughs> I always had a wet t-shirt contest, and that's just, like, what I said to myself. I'm like, that's someone's daughter up there. <laughs> what a great time to be alive. I saw that. How do you talk? It was, like, I think it was one friend's coworker up there, and then he had to, he had to see her at work. <laughs> Pretty weird shit, I'd you say so. Uh, anyways, though, um... I don't know if I would necessarily be sad. Uh, there could be there be there could be some sadness, but I'd probably be just more upset that I can't go to Pornhub. I have to like I'd probably have to get my porn sent to me. And like your friends don't know your preferences; they don't know what porn you should be watching. So there's that factor, and it's like I don't want to run. I don't want to see my daughter naked. I don't want to see my you know. There's one thing to be like, okay, my daughter's doing porn, you know, it's something I just have to accept and, you know, live my life that way. But there's another thing to, uh, because you don't want to see that shit. Like, you don't want to see your own daughter blowing another dude. You just have to assume, and like, most dads are just like, well, she's married to him and has kids, so I assume they're fucking. So, what, what? But yeah, um... It's just like, if it happens, I, I don't want to see it, and it may ruin porn for me. That's my thoughts on that. How white do teeth need to be for girls to like you? My teeth aren't very white. I'm a 17-year-old guy and have drank too much coffee and black tea in my life. I brush my teeth at least twice a day and have been for years. But my teeth are just kind of yellow. Not like rotting and falling, just not white. Also, I bought my nails. I've also been, been working out, and I don't r look very fit. I'm too skinny. How do I do with these for girls? Um, so, yeah, I do actually think oral hygiene is very good. I, coming from someone who probably needs to go to a dentist. But my teeth are still uh, fairly wide. I try to brush them. I brush them every day and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it looks like you're brushing your teeth. You are taking good oral hygiene. And there is something to say about that, apparently from people I know, uh, just because someone's teeth are yellow doesn't necessarily mean they're unhealthy. However, though, uh, sometimes yellowish teeth, like some at the extreme that you do see a lot of yellow and it is very extreme and gross on like rotting teeth and stuff like that. Usually it's not always yellow. It usually gets to brown and it's pretty gross. Brownish black and stuff is pretty gross. So I don't think you're necessarily have bad teeth. I just think they're a little yellow. And sometimes there is a difference between getting the teeth clean and getting your teeth whitened too. 
So, like, you could look into some whitening options. You're 17, though. Uh, you know, there's white strips. Those work for some people. There's, like, you can actually go to, like, a whitening teeth whitening specialist or whatever. Some dentists have that option in their facility and some don't. Um, you can buy things. I know they have, like, this teeth whitener thing, like, you put in your mouth. I bought one once. I don't know where it is. Uh, but I'm not too worried about my teeth. Um, and uh, so, yeah. So your teeth kind of yellow, but it doesn't look like they're falling out. You don't look like you have, like, really necessarily gross teeth. Or it looks like they're probably just kind of yellow uh, and stuff like that. And uh, when, and especially you can work hard on the other end where your teeth are too white and it's pretty gross. So um, it looks like you're on a decent spectrum. It looks like you have decent oral hygiene. So that's a good thing. And you're brushing. That's, that's really good. So, uh, yeah, how do you – now, I guess, for girls to like you – Basically, there is a there is a thing here. I think I saw um, it was. I think it may have been like a poster in a dentist's office, and they were like, "You noticed that thing in that guy's teeth, but you didn't notice like the baby had three arms and the woman had eight fingers or something like that." And you're like, "Yeah," because you do notice teeth on people, like especially when teeth are pretty bad. Like he definitely noticed that on people. So not necessarily something that you need to like. Definitely something you need to take care. Of. Make sure you look at. Make sure you take care of your teeth and stuff like that. Um, some people would even say, go into debt for your teeth, but no, it looks like you just need to get a professional whitening. So if it is that bad, you may just need to go in for, for a professional whitening. So just Google like professional teeth whitening in your area and stuff like that. Uh, I know biting your nails is probably a bad habit too. I don't know if that's going to make your teeth look bad, but it's going to make your nails look bad. So a lot of times if your nails look kind of gross. Women don't like it. I always just kind of cut my nails down pretty far because I hate it when there's anything underneath. And I play, like, guitar and bass. So, like, even that, when, like, your fingernails touch the fretboard, it just ugh, creeps me. It just makes me... It's, a, it's not a very good feeling. Uh, but, yeah, for girls, they're just going to want to make sure you take care of yourself. So, um, if, you, if you're really that self-conscious about your teeth, I would just say go get in whitening. Uh, being too skinny, um... That, from, from a guy who's fat, go fuck yourself. Um... But other than that, what I will tell you, my friend, just go ahead and get your go ahead and find teeth whitening. Either do it at home or go to a professional uh, if it's that bad. But if it's not, um, you just have to. Yeah, it just doesn't want because if you have gross teeth, women aren't going to want to put their mouth in your mouth. Okay, that's a that's a that's a fact because technically this is the type of guy you get, and they don't want that guy for a reason. My girlfriend is accusing me of cheating despite never cheating on her. How can I convince her? Our mutual friend has begun saying uh, that I'm acting as if I'm single, and that's prompted my girlfriend to accuse me of cheating. Of course, just saying the truth I'm not, she's not going to believe. What can I prove? What way can I prove this to her? The entire acting as if I'm single, I have no idea about either, as nothing has changed, no new people in my life, etc. So, yeah, there's. I was having a conversation with a friend, you know, uh, with a drummer in my band. He's getting married soon. And he, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm glad my fiancé is not like one of those. Because, like, he had, we had, he knew some women who showed up to the show and they were just talking, having fun. And she's not, she's not, she's not, like, worried that, like, he's cheating on me with her and stuff like that, you know. It was just like, yeah, it's just cool. We just talked and then we left, you know, and stuff like that, you know. And that's like, you know, I'm like, yeah, that's a good sign you just both trust each other and, like, there's no real trust issues. And a lot of times, you know, in relationships, trust, it's just normal amount of trust and then someone cheats on you and then there's trust issues and then anything, trust issues, and it's hard to gain that trust issues back. However, in your situation, is if 
you have a mutual friend who is sad, like saying shit, you know, just talking a lot of shit and just like about you. And you're like, you're acting weird or whatever. I don't like this way you're acting. And you don't really understand because it sounds like it's a woman, to be honest. It sounds like a woman is bringing this up, not another man. So that, and so that person is bad behavior. But the only thing I can really say is this This is going to be a kind of a trip, I would say, a trip in regards to your relationship. So, uh, you know, and definitely in this situation, it has to be innocent until proven guilty. So she's probably going to not trust you for a while, but you're not doing anything wrong to begin with. So I there's also that idea of you have nothing to worry about because you didn't do anything wrong. So every time she's been like, oh, what were you doing? Yeah, I was hanging out with my friends. Oh, were you cheating? They're like, okay, you want to track my location on my phone or whatever you know you can like do that a lot of I have friends who do that too they're just like oh, okay we know where each other are and they don't really have that issue either so it's like they're just like yeah it's whatever like she knows i'm here stuff like that so you could i maybe yeah that's another thing you could probably do is just like throw it on some mirror and like you want to that's the nice thing about having iphones too you're like would you like to, uh, me to always share my location on my phone if you get worried because then you could share it like and stuff like that, and it's like, prove me you're out with your friends, and then you with your friends at a bar, so you could probably, like, you know, uh, share your location to prove you're there at that very moment, and you could also take a picture with your friends, you know, one, it's nice, because you can post that on your social media, like, out in the night with the boys, and then, you know, they see that, and you're like, oh, okay, and then, like, you know, then there's also, like, your friends, because I'm like, there, there is something to being your friend, like, if you are well, especially mutual friends, if they see you cheating or figure out you're cheating, like, there's that guilt. It's like, do I need to tell her? Do I not need to tell her? Do I should leave it alone? That, you know, that demon goes inside of all of them. And so that can be, that can be a real worry word in someone's life. So, yeah. So I, I believe, like, you're not doing it. So first thing is, you're not cheating on her. You're not doing anything wrong. So you don't necessarily, there's hard, I don't know what you need to do to necessarily prove you're right. So if she suspects you're cheating, tell her exactly what's going on. Send proof, send receipts. And I think that would be everything good. But I feel like uh, she's thinking that. She's just kind of, you know, worried. I don't think she necessarily wants to, uh, I have a friend, apparently, he, when he cheated on his wife, they're, they're fine now, but, uh, she, like, Googled, you know, signs your spouse is cheating, and, uh, he checked off a lot of the boxes, stuff like that, there's always that, they would, they're probably Google and be like, well, it doesn't really check off any of these boxes, stuff like that, so it's that, it's that whole trust issues and stuff like that, uh, especially if they're cheating, I think, eventually, like, if you, if you are cheating, you're, she's gonna find out, and if you're not, then, uh, you have nothing to worry about, so, yeah, and if she gets too crazy, just dump her, it's not worth it. Alright, our last question we got here, let's look at it. How much do men actually care if a woman is not skinny slash a bit chubby? Every man's different, though I can't speak on behalf of every man that's ever existed out there. Some men really like a fat girl, they really like a fat girl. I saw this meme, it was like, uh, all the, the directions you can take when you're single, uh, in your 30s, uh, to your left, it was stepdad, to your right, it was a fat girl, uh, going forward, it was, uh, uh, forever single, and then, uh, the other way was overdose, <laughs> like that, so, like, yeah, I'm, I don't know, so, I'm in the mindset of, like, hey, you know, every guy probably wants, like, a supermodel type, you know, a good-looking, good-looking lady, that's probably what most guys want in life, and, and, you know, uh, that's just natural, that's just, forces of nature telling us that but 
Will we end up with those? Probably not. That's not necessarily what's going to actually happen. Uh, probably not going to be, not going to be, uh, probably not going to be super skinny. A lot of women, and then you have a kid. Sometimes you get married, you have a kid, and she's like, I'm just going to stay fat. So that's also a possibility, fellas, out there. So some, a lot of men technically don't care because they stay with their wives even though they become fat. You know, it's just how it is. Uh, I go by this rule where it's like, she needs, I, I would, you know, and then some guys are like, I only date skinny chicks, you know, and a lot of times those guys are alone. I typically like to go for a woman who's thinner than me because I feel like, cause you know, women want a guy who's tall and men want a girl who's skinny. And so, you know, and I feel like, you know, very much specifically wanting that is a kind of a, kind of a big thing. So, you know, for a man, I say like, you should always want a chick skinnier or thinner than you. And women typically want a guy who's taller than them, and I, I would say women just want a guy who's taller than you. That's fine. E- even, even if it's like a couple inches, you know, that's you know, something you should be okay with. But like, if you're like, if you're like five foot exactly, and you're like, I need a man who's six five, I'm like, your vagina's gonna be wrecked. I just, if his dick matches his height, your vagina's wrecked. Uh, no, it doesn't happen all the time that the dick and height match. So, uh, remember that as well. So, yeah, but do we actually care uh, now? You know, some, it's, just, it's just how everyone's built, you know? Um, and, you know, sometimes there's girls, like, they got, they got big boobs and a big ass, and so they kind of look, they, they're not super skinny, and there's no way, because if their hips are this big, there's no way to squeeze hips in and stuff like that. So, you know, and then everyone, every man has their own little preference, too, so um, everything's tomato. But, yeah, if you're a bit chubby, ladies, um, it's fun. There's, this is a bit between a little chubby and morbid obesity, uh, morbid obesity, we should all just not strive to be that, uh, but having a little bit of body fat's not gonna hurt anyone, you know, sex is still fun, and, uh, sometimes, sometimes that's what you need to get off, sometimes you, sometimes you don't need a skinny bitch either, because you slap their ass, it's like taking a screenshot on your iPhone, and that's not good either, so, that's my knowledge, uh, come on, Mark, don't be stingy, and that's how we're ending today's episode of Cancel Shweezy, the spooky one. Hopefully this is good. We are at home next episode is episode 100. And I can't believe we are now, we're going to be in the triple digits. And we're going to be in the triple digits for a while because you, there's 52 weeks in a year. Assuming you make one episode a year, you know, 50, 50 to 52, 52 episodes a year. You're, you're, you know, you're making, we've done Cancel Shweezy for two years. So we're now reaching that two year mark. So, uh, Mark. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. So we should be around 100 episodes. We've had a couple weeks. We had to take off. But anyways, though, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you go check out my music over there. I believe I just I learned in between uh, segments that I believe we're announcing it the day after this podcast comes out. So definitely check me on um, my music and on social media. Um, social media being at the Shweezy. I'm going to make an announcement over there specifically. So definitely go check that out. Uh, Twitch.tv slash the Shweezy. If you have any Amazon Prime, connect it to your Twitch account. Help us out financially uh, like you can over on Patreon where it's our tip jar and uh, a great way to financially support us. And uh, don't worry, uh, make sure you do all the free shit. Uh, If you're listening to the audio, make sure you go subscribe over on YouTube and check out our highlights as well and share those with your friends. Uh, Leave us a like and a comment. You know, leave us a comment on our videos. Uh, especially if you have something you really want to say, I'd love to see it, and it's better to do what's on the specific highlights. Uh, obviously, if you're on the audio platforms, uh, make sure you uh, give us a 5, 4, 3, 2, or 1 starting and leave us a review as well. So 
Let's end this the way we should. And I really like that. Honk if you love butt drugs and stay awesome. Believe it or not, Schweg is in at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out or I'd pick up the phone. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. You just finished a full episode of Cancel Sweezy. You are now one of the smartest individuals who will ever exist in our world. Uh, if you like that episode, make sure you subscribe, whether you're watching this show or listening to the show, make sure you subscribe. That way you get notified whenever we release full new episodes as well. And if you're on YouTube, smash that bell button. That way you get notified anytime we make a post over here on YouTube. Uh, honk if you love butt drugs and uh, yeah, stay awesome. <laughs>